0: As the time,
3: delivers, perfectly downfield, touchdown, Patrick Mahomes with a rope. This one, Adams, touchdown! This time going deep for Beckham Jr., Don't catch it,
2: he did! hello everyone welcome back to road of overtime on road of radio brought to you by bet online and bluetooth my name is colin kelly you can follow me on twitter at overtime Ireland. joined by sean siegel as we get ready to look towards the season uh, sometimes it's hard to look towards the season hopefully when it gets to that time of the year things will be much much smoother and the games will be going ahead as normal but the schedule released last week and it can be a little bit hard to have confidence that everything's going to go uh, as smooth as maybe the nfl are hoping for it to go but it is getting closer to that time where we're putting that uh, kind of future uh look into things looking now the draft in the past looking into what's going to happen in 2020 and how our fantasy teams are going to be affected specifically in this year but on today's show we're going to be looking beyond this year also uh some of the great work that curtis patrick has done up on the website we're going to be looking through to cheat sheets that he is up for a couple of different uh variations of dynasty strategy so looking forward to getting into that in just a little moment but sean um obviously dynasty focused show but uh you you confident of the season kicking off come week one?
1: I think we have to hope for that, right? And we have
2: to hope. We certainly have to hope.
1: And 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 not just for the football, but if the football season gets off to the start that we're hoping for, that'll be a very, very positive sign of where the country is at. So certainly that would be secondary, but we like to think that things are going to continue to go in, you know, hopefully a, a more positive direction here. There are there are some positive developments across the country here and so basically if football is going then we know the country is going and, and certainly that's what we're rooting for the best thing here i think is that the fantasy football and startup dynasty drafts give us an opportunity to have sports and to have football right now so you know dave Cabin has a couple of great articles up on the site about the nfl schedule that you just mentioned and some players that you can attack, and certainly some players you should avoid in best ball leagues best based on the schedule. Today we're gonna to talk about dynasty startups and we're gonna jump right into our FFPC stat attack of the show. And that is that in superflex leagues, there is only one wide receiver going in the top 18 picks of startups. And that wide receiver is a, a 27 year old whose QB will probably retire after the season. And so, Michael Thomas, obviously the guy there, obviously the megastar at wide receiver for both fantasy and reality football. But even he has possibly a few minor red flags. So, column that leads me into my first question for you, which would be: as we go through the show today, what do you think we're going to discover? Is 2019 going to be 2014 all over again? Is it going to give us a new crop of wide receivers so we're finally justified in taking some wide receivers high? Now, obviously, Superflex, those quarterbacks, really push down the value at both running back and wide receiver, but especially at wide receiver. So, you know, it's not some kind of disaster to have only wide receiver in the top 18 picks. But knowing what we know about the value of wide receivers in dynasty and how they hold their value so much better than running backs. And we have a couple of different things that are possibly going on here. The first is just the desperation for the handful of running backs that are good is so high that it pushes the wide receivers down. But I don't think there's any question that 2020 will be the season where we either see these very good rookies from 2019 move into superstar status in their second seasons or that this deep group of 2020 prospects at wide receiver move in there. It'd be really nice to get some young wide receivers who go up high in those dynasty rankings.
2: Yeah, I think that's very, very fair. We've talked last year about how good that class was in 2019, probably on a little bit unheralded coming out of college compared to what we've seen with the top end of this group. But then the landing spots for the other guys, a little bit more favorable maybe maybe but at the time we didn't think they were favorable you know aj brown going to the titans probably not the best landing spot worked out very well but guys like that i think are the ones that'll take that leap to get into that real top tier we might see some of these rookies really start off well but i i think it, again with the players around them uh unless it's a rager and he just becomes the absolute standout uh, in philadelphia but you know with judy um you know with lamb i think it might take a year or two until things really settle down for them to push them into this elevated tier but i think uh, some of the guys from that 2019 class are are primed to maybe take that jump into this level but quite amazing that just one wide receiver going and and, you know obviously if quarterbacks filtered in there as well but when we look at you know just in general the 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 top heavy end of wide receivers in dynasty over the last kind of four or five years um has definitely altered a little bit with the running backs and and how things have shaken out especially post-draft but you mentioned the ffp stat attack The FFPC is home to the best fantasy football leagues and contests in the industry, including Dynasty Baseball and, of course, the world-famous FFPC main event. To learn more or to join a league, head on over to myffpc.com. That's myffpc.com, and of course, we've got a handful of great tools up on the website designed specifically for FFPC domination, so don't miss out. I know a lot of our listeners will be interested in the main event when that time comes around a little bit later in the off-season, but best ball time is here. Uh, and of course if you're interested in jumping into some of their dynasty leagues uh, always starting new dynasty leagues up over at the FFPC. Uh, as we look here i mentioned at the start of the show sean we have two pieces of curtis patrick's the first one uh, super flex dynasty startup draft cheat sheet and it's talking about how to really make uh you know real progress in those first uh, five rounds but what curtis has done is you know obviously some people learn in different ways some people learn by reading through all the, the information like reading a book for example some people learn a lot more visually and of course perfect place to to learn about fantasy football and stats is rotoviz because it combines both of those together but Curtis has done a, a super job uh, when we look at the, the cheat sheets in these two articles that he's he's set up in terms of overall positions overall rankings age getting everything onto a nice almost like i would guess i would call it maybe a little bit like a a play calling card uh, that an nfl head coach would have where it has it just really all narrowed down very very neatly for those first five rounds but uh, fantastic stuff from him i would really urge anyone to head on over and look at it on the website and you can download the cheat sheet as well and and print it out if needed for those drafts if you're doing them and just have have it uh, nice and convenient but Looking through it, Sean. Um, In terms of strategy, is there any uh, variance between Curtis's uh, strategy that he would have and and your kind of strategies in drafts? Uh, I'm sure, as we all know, Curtis is uh, very, very smart when it comes to creating draft strategy. So I'm sure there's a a large amount of crossover.
1: There is. And, And one of the things that he did with this sheet is sort of build it out using the same basic technique that he and I used in our ffpc main event last year which is to break it down by round break out the positions and to compare them in terms of where you would want and what you would need on a round by round basis to where we can compare the positions against each other a little bit better and create scenarios for what happens when you're on the clock right so you're not surprised by what happens you can Move position to position based on what you need, what's available. And here he's done something really cool where he's giving you the age of the players. He's looked at the ages the players are when they tend to be impact dynasty performers, and then looked at the difference between our ranks on the site and their ADP. And he's trying to find players who are both in the age category that we want and are close in terms of both site rank and adp and that only makes sense when you can cross-reference as many positive things like that and find your targets then you can avoid making those big mistakes especially in the early rounds and he's looking at the top five rounds for us here i think the interesting thing with this sheet is that it's going to give you about half of the players as targets a little bit less than that and so you can really avoid those guys who are going to torpedo your draft And as we talk about on the show all the time, you're looking to not only make an impact in the current season, but you want to have guys on your roster whom you can play and then you can eventually trade before that trade value collapses. And so the thing that I look at when I'm putting together my rankings is how their trade value is going to shift, right? So you look at the player. You go through their different range of outcomes. You talk about the upside, maybe the most likely scenario, the downside scenarios. Now, there are always going to be the crazy scenarios like with a DJ chart where he performs well above what people would expect is even the best case. Certainly injuries can remove a player from consideration forever just on one play. And so that's the, the unfortunate downside of that. But looking at the different realistic outcomes, what would you expect the players to do the following season in terms of trade value one of the things that pat corain whom we featured on the show last week has been very good at has written a lot about for Rotoviz over the years is this idea of how different players are going to react differently to similar types of outcomes so some players with a high-end outcome are going to see their value skyrocket some are actually just going to see their value stay the same When some players have a bad season, there are some players who are going to stay the same in terms of their trade value. There are some players who are going to absolutely collapse. Now, you're not going to always get that right in terms of how you expect their trade value to react to the different scenarios, but you can get fairly close for most players. This is something that Ryan Ruiard wrote about for the site back in 2013, which I think has been sort of a foundation of the things that we've done all the way through you can go through you can find some of pat's pieces that actually show you how the trade value moves for these guys and so curtis's sheet here really breaks it down in a simple fashion doesn't necessarily go into the detail with those different scenarios but looks at age adp and rank and from those things we can intuit quite a bit in terms of what a player's value is going to be not just now but into the future giving some specifics here for that first round he has the four young star quarterbacks all his targets so we have mahomes jackson murray and watson at the running back obviously it's no huge surprise that McCaffrey and barkley are the big targets there and then thomas is a little bit of a second level target where his age is a red flag as we talked about in the intro so in the draft that i was in Recently, I had the ninth pick, and it really did for me come down to either Watson or Cook there. He doesn't have Cook as a target because Cook is 25 years old, and we know that 25 year old running backs, even though that still seems to be in the prime, we have Ezekiel Elliott in that same age range, that any sort of bad season at that point, their value is going to utterly collapse. We've seen that with guys like Gurley and Gordon. Very recently, we've seen it now with Leonard Fournette, even coming off of an excellent season. His team doesn't want him, and nobody else wants him. I still chose Cook here because I think that he is going into a season where he's going to have a massive point total for PPR and could be an individual season league winner. And then I expect to be able to trade him because his age will still be in a reasonable range at the end of that. But certainly, for Superflex. And even after losing DeAndre Hopkins, I think that Watson is probably the safer choice. And if you don't sort of go into this with the idea of hoping to play and then trade Cook or perhaps even trade Cook in season, we'll talk a little bit about how my strategy as the draft unfolded may make that something that I want to do. Then I think you probably swing over to Watson. And I actually like him in this offense with a Fuller, with a Cooks with some of the guys that they've added to round that out column if you are in this situation here you're sitting there at number eight nine or ten perhaps you're stuck uh camara is also off the board the other the three i think clear cut (laughs) star qbs are off the board do you have a guy that you like there would you choose watson over Cook, or do you have sort of a a sleeper pick for that first rounder
2: no, I, th- I think Watson is the pick. The, the only other one that probably, and this is based on age, is Dak Prescott uh, would probably be somebody that I would consider. Um, You know, I think some people probably would rather have Prescott over Watson. I think the, the Texans just did enough in getting Cooks in to make me kind of put that faith a little bit back in what Deshaun Watson can do here moving forward like only 25 years old but you mentioned about uh, taking Cook over him Uh, one of the reasons that I would lean towards the the quarterback there is something that we've kind of talked about a few times on the show now is how sometimes those running backs can lose that value very quickly I I don't think Dalvin Cook is going to be that case this coming season but you know maybe two years down the line whereas I think Deshaun Watson is going to maintain that value uh, even if he had a down season Uh, I also think like the way I sometimes look at those is if you. Offered me Dalvin Cook for Deshaun Watson, I wouldn't accept it. If you offered me Deshaun Watson for Dalvin Cook, I would accept that. Like so, in a super flex league, I think that Watson would have more value, and I would put uh, quite a weight in on that decision based on that. Um, but you know, and and the second round, is, as I mentioned, there Dak Prescott would be coming up as the the QB five, but I, I would be leaning quarterback specifically, um, especially when it's in that uh, super flex format. The the other interesting things that Curtis has done on this and we'll be talking about the second cheat sheet uh, in the second part of the show but basically there's 58 players who have ended up having a top 60 ADP across 22 startup drafts so it's basically the top 58 players but this is something you did last year too Sean and I thought it was very good for anyone reading on the website is the priority targets and then also the players who end up being an avoided ADP so basically he has 58 players there's 27 of them that end up being pretty much priority targets there's seven fallback targets which means that there's 34 out of those 58 players so that's 57% uh, off those players are in that category that you want to get so it, it does kind of mean that there's going to be almost half the players that you're trying to avoid there's 24 of those that are are being avoided some of those are down to the age some of them will be just down to their adp but it, it is it is fantastic work by curtis to give that breakdown and it also shows you like so some of the players that maybe you need to have a second thought about avoiding based on age or based on circumstances so there's a lot of uh, good stuff in, in there from that point of view um I, I think it's it's one of the one of the most uh, you know just easy to read easy to digest uh of even a, even if you're looking at your rankings in terms of what you would be doing in trades at the the top end of the market i think it gives you good insights into that as well um but i definitely would urge all the, the listeners to check it out but what we'll do in the second half after this quick uh we will be uh locking in to the second cheat sheet. Before we get into the second half of the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at BetOnline. With no NBA, NHL or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games and props to wager on. From online casino to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. BetOnline has live Madden daily NFL simulations to get your bets on i also uh bet a couple of a little wagers this last weekend the ufc back in action so jumped on to bet online to get involved in that a very fun night of ufc action so ufc coming up over the next couple of days or more opportunities to bet there with bet online you can also bet on Survivor Big Brother, American Idol, and even the stock market, all open 24 hours a day and all online. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and receive your welcome bonus. Bet online, your online wagering solution. Guys, looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? Get on over to BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com is the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom to another level. They've got the exact same active ingredients that are in Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work and since they're chewable they work faster you can take them anytime day or night even on a full stomach plus you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line Chew's online physician is free of cost once approved your order ships direct to your door in discreet Packaging. And here's a great deal for our loyal listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first order free. When you use the promo code Bluewire, just pay five dollars shipping. Again, that gets you the free order. Just pay the five dollars shipping with the code Bluewire. Once again, bluetooth.com promo code Bluewire. So Sean, the second cheat sheet that Curtis is up on the website is um and talking about building the perfect core so there's lots of elements that go into getting your team ready getting things started up and trying then to implement that perfect strategy when it comes to uh, the draft time but this is based on we talked about superflex in the first part of the show we're talking here about uh, just standard one quarterback or tight end premium PPR leagues now the other thing to note here is basically if you take these here dropping down two rounds, probably of approximation, maybe two two to three rounds when it comes to the super flex uh, leagues. You'll find that a lot of these players and those super flex formats will be going kind of between rounds four and seven. Whereas, because this one here now is a one quarterback league, um, they'll be going. Kind of between rounds one and five so just just changes the the valuations about where they'll be going but um, still still same valuations in terms of if you take the quarterbacks out so looking at the one quarterback uh, format Sean um, anything in particular that stood out as a, a difference maker um, between between the two players it's interesting for me when you look at it for example Nick Chubb was a player uh, in the force group that was not he was one of the players to avoid whereas now based on the age he's in that kind of neutral tier um rather than the one to avoid so that has happened with a couple of players but it shows as well how different formats can have different values then based on players adp um is that something that stood out for you or was there anything else in particular just in the two different strategies obviously you have to have a kind of a a different hat on when it comes to uh super flex versus one QB formats
1: the main thing that jumps out is that not only is one QB less fun, it's also a lot less fair, right? <laughs> because you look at, at Curtis's cheat sheet here, and there really only are two targets in the first round, and those are Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. So if you don't have a top two pick, then you start out way behind those two guys, You know, whoever ends up with the top two picks, they have this prohibitive advantage going forward, certainly for the first season, but because these two absolute superstars at running back are also among the youngest running backs, then they may have this advantage going forward for a little bit. Now, the other thing that can happen is that not only do they get that advantage in the one and two slots, but they come back around and they get the early pick in the third round, which also has a pretty big advantage for you there. And so I would encourage anyone who is doing a one QB startup that at the very least make it third round reversal so that there is a mild balancing out of this. But we do have some fallback options. We have Elliot Cook, Kamara, and Michael Thomas as fallbacks. And then the thing that, becomes a little bit interesting here is we do have quite a few targets in the second round Jonathan Taylor Miles Sanders, Chris Godwin, Hill Moore George Kittle and then Curtis was using the ADP over the last month certainly we can if we want we can go in we can use our FFPC tools and simply pull out drafts that have happened since the NFL draft certainly Edwards Alaire is going to move into that group uh, post draft and so seeing these targets for the second round are there players in that group who you would feel comfortable reaching for or not even necessarily looking at it as a reach but guys you would want to have sort of in that second half of the first round after the value has has dried up
2: the thing i was going to see if your opinion was is my opinion here would be if i had a pick that was probably anywhere from two all the way back to the end of that first round what i'd probably be seeing is if i could trade that back to see what i could pick up and to get those picks in the second round uh even the third round uh, and see if i can get maybe a future Uh, pick in there if somebody was looking to move up because i think if you get into that second round there's players that i'd be more interested in particularly when we start to look at wide receiver um you know you have guys in that second round like dj moore chris godwin um that you can pick up you know you've jonathan taylor in there who obviously we've talked a lot about on the show you've miles sanders who is an ascendant player Um, so i think that i would be probably falling back into that second round to try and pick up something extra i think if you had you'd be better off in my my honest opinion almost with two 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 second round picks and two third round picks than that first round pick that you'll be uh, starting off with because even in that third round you mentioned Edwards Alaire maybe that's going to keep climbing as you kind of suggested but you have Austin Eckler who's on the fringes um off that based on his current age but you have Juju Smith-Schuster, AJ Brown, Amari Cooper, Kenny Galladay, Mike Evans mark andrews is on their tight end who i know uh you've talked about a lot of times so there, there's a lot of players in that range that i think you could build you know when we're talking about this cheat sheets to build that core i think you could really build if you had four four picks in those rounds uh two and three i think maybe you could pull off something very strong to start your draft would you be looking to trade out or would you be looking to take one of those guys i think if i had to take somebody uh, from that second round range and take them say in the maybe the 11th or 12th pick i'd probably be most comfortable in going for a, a dj Moore or a chris godwin um at that point um you know at the back end of the first round but if you could move back i think that would be the move to make it's 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 amazing when you look at the first round it's just you mentioned the unfairness of but there's just not as as there's not as many first round options that you think will maintain that value and that's probably because looking at the the cheat sheet there's seven running backs in the list there's one wide receiver on the list so you have eight players and then first 12 and there's only one wide receiver so um I, I think moving back there's there's more of that potential growth for uh the players to to become first round talents you know heading into 2021
1: Definitely. The more you can trade back, the better your situation is going to be in twenty twenty startups. We look at some of these wide receivers, and we would really like to build our team around wide receiver: Chris Godwin, DJ Moore, AJ Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster. Those are the guys you really want in terms of the elite early production and the age. And then you look a little bit deeper, and Chris Godwin. We have the quarterback change dj moore we have the quarterback change and certainly you know not a high-end quarterback juju smith schuster a lot of uncertainty around the quarterback situation there his own performance with the injuries if he's going to be retained by the steelers you move to aj brown and you're in this run-based offense with not an elite quarterback there and so suddenly the stars in terms of an age production combination have so many red flags that we still want to take them we still want to build our rosters around them but we want to do it as inexpensively as we can and if we miss on them i don't think it's a disaster whereas if they had a better quarterback situation then those would be guys you would be very willing to take in the first round i mean they'd be foundation pieces in their current situations it's not quite as much the case right and so that's where we're looking for some of these guys from this current class to hopefully come in and give us some of those top end guys because with someone like a, a julio jones aging out to an extent with players like Devonte adams getting a little bit older and perhaps having some big changes in that offense as well we simply do not have the stars at wide receiver and with that being the case we want to get as many wide receivers as we can and so trading down relentlessly it's one of those things where it seems a little bit counterintuitive, but I think in these drafts in 2020, you want to be trading down while you're also trying to trade in, right? So you're trading from the first round to the second round, the second round to the third round at the same time that you're taking your 2021 first round pick, maybe first and second round pick. And depending on your particular league, you know, trying to figure out what the market is. Maybe you have to throw in a round, 15th round pick or even a 10th round pick, but trying to move as many picks as you can into that third or fourth round range and building depth as opposed to having specific guys you have to have in this draft season.
2: Yeah it all makes sense and the other thing you know when we talk about players who can elevate you know from those younger players like the situation for an AJ Brown or a a Juju Smith-Schuster, DJ Moore, all those players could have died in 2020s and still maintain you know even even if they go from that second round they might drop all the way to the fifth round it's probably unlikely that they're even going to drop that far but if you look at a guy like joe mixon who's uh, and josh jacobs like joe mixon in particular in this list would be the one that would scare me uh only 24 years old but you know a bad season here um could really torpedo him down that list there's kind of a lot more uncertainty when it comes to uh those running backs as we've mentioned holding that value but i would highly recommend anyone listening to this show and who listened obviously to curtis last week who listens to the dynasty uh, command center they know what they're getting when it comes to curtis it's always uh, excellent uh, product but those are ones that i just think that even if you're not drafting right now i think you should head on to the site click download and just save those uh, you know, in a folder on your computer because they're, they're definitely going to come in valuable at some point, whether it's in trades or whether it's in an actual startup that you, you're doing. Um, but as always, all the content on today's show is up on the, the website. And if you do want to head on over and get a Rotoviz NFL Pass as a podcast listener, you can save yourself 10%. All you have to do is head on over to rotovis.com forward slash podcast for more information, or you can use the discount code 2020 radio at checkout when you're signing up for a road of his pass and that will get you that 10 percent discount uh, i mentioned on the show earlier this week too we're going to keep that open for people to give a written and review on their favorite podcast app for a chance to win a one month road of his nfl pass so we are continuing that for one more week just to give some people a chance to drop a written and review if they haven't already thanks to all of you who did drop those written and reviews as well we'll be giving out the winner's uh over the the next week or so so do get involved uh, as soon as you can for that that's going to do it for today's edition of the show two good shows this week again make sure that you head on back and listen to the first one if you haven't already my name's colin kelly you can follow me on twitter at Overtime ireland as always sean can be found with all the grit work up on rotoviz.com and until we're back with another show next week have a good one Thank you for listening to Overtime and Rotovis Radio. Please rate and review the Rotovis Radio podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. You can contact us via email at Rotovis at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Rotovis Radio. And remember, you can always support the pod by subscribing to Rotovis at a 30% discount through the Rotovis Radio homepage, Rotovis.com forward slash podcast. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous
0: Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns.